Hey, good evening. So this evening, <coughs> in our Mashiach Mystery Series, we're going to discuss a very important topic. Um, we're going to talk about the achrayas, the responsibility that each and every one of us was given, were given, to bring the Gula, to bring Mashiach. So <coughs> the discussion is going to be centered around the famous, famous sicha, the famous talk the Rebbe spoke on Chavches Nissen, Tavshin Nun Aleph, the 28th of Nissen and 5751, 1991. This was a historic, historic sicha that the Rebbe spoke. And um, so just to give some background to the sicha, so in, when the, the, when the Rebbe accepted his leadership on Yud Shvat, 10th of Shvat, Tavshin Yud Aleph, 1951. So the Rebbe said the historic Maimur, the famous Maimur, starting Basi Lagani. And the Rebbe basically made it clear that his mission was to bring Mashiach, to bring the Gula. That was his, that's, that was his mission statement. The, or the job of our generation is to bring Mashiach. And everything that, uh, that the Rebbe spoke about, and, and including uh, Shlichus and Mitzvahim and all the Mitzvah campaigns and all these things, was all to get to, that, to, to the final goal, which is to bring the Geula. So, and as the, years mo- uh, and as the years moved on, so the, uh, the Rebbe spoke about bringing Mashiach more and more. The Rebbe started Siva Hashem, the children's, uh, children's uh, program, the Army of Hashem, which is the goal is to bring Mashiach. We want Mashiach now. That was the 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 that was the um, the slogan. the slogan. Yeah, maybe called the slogan of Tivas Hashem. And the Rebbe spoke about how every Jew has to ask Hashem and daven for Gula and uh, ask Hashem Ad Masai till when? Right? How long? How much longer uh, shall we be in Golos? And uh, as time moved on, the Rebbe started pointing to things that were happening in the world that were signs of Gula. And so this sikh over here in 1991, this was right after the, uh, the Persian Gulf War, where there was unbelievable Nisim and Afloys and wonders and miracles and things that happened that were signs of the Gula. And so... Now this is after the month. Uh, the end is the end of the month of Nissan. The end of the month of, of Nissan, which we know that Nissan and Nigalu by Nissan Asidim Ligol, it says that the Jewish people they were redeemed in the month of Nissan, were destined to be redeemed in the month of Nissan. In other words, it's an opportune time for for Gula. So the end. This year is coming at the end of the month of of Nissan, which the Rebbe called um, the the acronym of the year was Tavshin and Aleph the Hey. Uh, this should be a year where Hashem shows us wonders. And, um, and the whole beginning of the Sikha, the Rebbe, the Rebbe explained how Chav was the most opportune time for Mashiach to come. Then after the end of the Sikha, so the, the Rebbe says like this, based on everything that was said before, 
regarding the emphasis of the of the geula specifically at this time. This arouses to me hachig daidel. This arouses the the biggest wonder. How could it be that despite everything that we spoke about, we haven't yet brought Mashiach? Something that's totally not understood. In other words, the Rebbe is asking like a question, the way I understand it, he's like asking a question on Hashem. In other words, how could it be that despite everything that happened, everything we accomplished and everything, how could it be that the Gula hasn't come yet? How could it be that Mashiach, that despite everything that we did, we haven't yet brought Mashiach? And then there's a Tamiya Nisephus. Then the Rebbe had a further question, or further wonder, and this is a wonder not against Hashem, but against us. There's tens and tens of Jews that gather together. And they're coming together at an opportune time for Gula. Nevertheless, the Yidin who are coming together, they're not making the the biggest shturim that we call it, right? They're not making the, the biggest tumult that Mashiach should come immediately. And it doesn't bother them. It's not unthinkable, unfortunately, God forbid, that Mashiach won't come tonight. And even the fact that Mashiach won't come tomorrow. doesn't bother them the fact that Mashiach is not going to come soon. And even when they cry at It's only because of the command. Basically, they're saying because I told them to. Now, if I told you to, that's why you're saying Admasai. You, 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 you're asking Hashem for Mashiach because I told you that's what you're supposed to do. But if you really meant it and you really, and you really uh, would have cried out in truth, if you really would have meant it, definitely Mashiach would have already came. What can I do to affect that the Jews should really cry out in truth and they should bring Mashiach, literally? After everything that was done until now, it didn't help. And the proof that it didn't help is we're still in Golos. And even worse, we're in an, uh, in, an internal Golos when it comes to serving Hashem. So that's the second issue. The second issue is, is that, that the Rebbe was trying to inspire us that we should really ask Hashem a truthful Mashiach, but we didn't take it to heart and we're just saying it because because that's what we're supposed to do. But we it, we haven't brought Mashiach. So what's the Rebbe's Eitzah? So the Rebbe, the Rebbe said, what's the Rebbe's Eitzah to bring Mashiach? The Rebbe says, the only thing that I'm able to do is is to give it over to you. Give you the responsibility. You have to do everything that is, that's in your ability in Yanim Shehim Ba'ifin the Uris the Tayravel Bakalim the Tikun, that's a whole other thing. I'm not gonna get into that right now. Lahavi Bapilas Mashiach to Kenu take her from Yad Mamish. Do everything you can to literally bring Mashiach now. The Hirat saying it should be Hashem's will, Shasaf Kosef Yimsu Asarum Yisrael, that we should eventually we should find at least ten Jews, 
she is Akshu that should have the stubbornness, so to say, and that need to affect by Hashem, and definitely they will affect um, there's a, a chesidic interpretation that Hashem says that the Jewish people are going to be forgiven because they're a stiff-necked nation. And this explains that it could be understood in a positive sense also, that since Jewish people have the also the, the a, a positive quali- quality of being stiff-necked, meaning that they... That they um, that their dedication to Hashem and their and their uh, devotion is beyond understanding. It's like someone who's just uh, stiff-necked and you know beyond beyond you know super rational. So that's why Hashem forgives us. So in other words, the Rebbe is saying we should use that our positive quality of being sheyorif that we should affect that that Hashem should bring Hashem should actually bring the Geula now. And then the, the last part of the Sikha, the Rebbe says, but, you know, the, the Rebbe t- uh, adds that, you know, his own Pula, that the Rebbe gave a, a dollar for Tzedakah, that everybody should give Tzedakah, because Tzedakah brings the Geula. And then the Rebbe repeats again, I've done my thing. From now and on, you should do everything that you can do. It should be Hashem's will that we should find one, two, or three people. They should come up with an idea. What to do, how to do it. The main thing is they should affect that the Gula should come now. Literally now. With, 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 um, Happiness and gladness of heart. So, in other words, very powerful sicha. And the bottom line that the Rebbe is saying is, is that Mashiach didn't come yet, and I tried that everybody should really want Mashiach and cry at Basi. It didn't work. And what's the Eitzah? The Rebbe's Eitzah now is that he's giving us the now. Now it's our responsibility to bring Mashiach. So. So first of all, what does it mean exactly? So what does it mean? So what should we do? The Rebbe says that we should come up with an idea. What to do, how to do it, right? How to bring Mashiach, right? So I guess we have to come up with ideas, right? Someone, one or two, two or three people have to come up with an idea how to bring the Gula. But I think at the same time that the Rebbe tells us to come up with ideas, at the same time the Rebbe still directs us. So actually the very next day, this was a Thursday night, so the, the Shabbos, which is... Shabbos Parshat Shmini. So the Rebbe spoke. The whole Fabrengen was all was all centered around the this idea that um, every every Jew has the responsibility to bring Mashiach. So I just to give some uh, some background over here. So th- this uh, the end of the Fabrengen that we have over here in the edited Sicha. So. Um, at that Fabrengen, there was someone that uh, that um, got up. I heard I wasn't there. That someone got up and said that, basically told the, the basically he told the Rebbe that you know that the Rebbe should bring Mashiach, right? In other words, the Rebbe should tzadik goyzer of Hakadosh Baruch Hu 
It says that if a, a tzaddik makes a decree, Hashem will fulfill the tzaddik's request. So the rabbi should decree that Mashiach should come, Mashiach will come. And after the this chassid said that, the rabbi said the following. The uh, the rabbi said the following thing. The rabbi said, "Yeder yit, every Jew, anoshem noshem afilu taf, men, women, and even children had the achrayes to meisiv zayin and zayin avodah to bring in Mashiach to kenem b'peil mamish." You have to add in your avodah to bring Mashiach literally, and therefore it's fashtan. From that we understand, as his heart came out in it, as anstot alinton zomen zichfalos and avandera, that instead of doing something yourself, you should rely on others. Or there are roof leg in the Arabic avandera, or you should put the work on others. In other words, simply the Rebbe is referring to what himself, meaning you're going to say, oh, it's the Rebbe's responsibility. To bring Mashiach, right? Let the Rebbe do something to bring Mashiach. The Rebbe is saying no. No, does it the avodah from kolachet va'achas? This is the avodah of each and every individual. Every person has to do their avodah to serve Hashem, for which a person was created. When sezicher azer hotav dem and definitely he has the abilities. Because Hashem only requests of a person when he's able to uh, handle. Now, so that's point number one. The Rebbe is making it clear, once again, if it wasn't clear from the previous Yichav Chav that the Rebbe is saying that from now on, every single individual, men, women, even children, has the responsibility to bring the Guru. So what, do, what should we do? So what is the Avaida? What should we do? Is das oich bepashtos? It's also understood simply in meisiv zayin b'tayra v'mitzvahs, in adding in tayra mitzvahs, in limud ha'tayra, nigla de tayra, in pnimius ha'tayra. You have to add in the revealed parts of tayra, the hidden parts of tayra. And and fulfilling mitzvahs with uh, with uh, with with hither, beyond the letter of the law. Rebbe mentions that then it was summertime about learning perkiyavos between uh, Pesach and Shavuos and during the during the summer. And in the next column, the Rebbe says, "In unnoisiv to alain moisiv zayin mazen." In addition to adding yourself, dafim nech mashpias and if under does is all in moisiv zayin. You also have to influence others to be moisiv, to add in their avodah. V'cholos ha'avodah from afatzas ha'tera v'yadus afatzas hamiyan lishkutsa v'alcha brink b'miyuchod asimai domal kameshicha. Right? Now, the general spreading Torah mitzvahs and spreading chesidus, which brings Mashiach. And all of your addition, adding, you increasing in Torah and mitzvahs and influencing others, it has to be done with, it has to be imbued with, with, this, uh, with this feeling of anticipation, a very strong anticipation for the Geulah. Like we say every single day in Davening, that our eyes should should see once again Hashem you returning and the Rebbe concludes that it should be Hashem's will that through all our good resolutions we should actually bring Mashiach Bukhaya. okay so in basically in simple terms right the Rebbe is not you know the Rebbe is not telling us to do something totally new and dramatic right <laughs> that uh that was never before, right? We're not making up a new religion, chas v'shalim, right? This is, you don't have to do anything right, the, um, um, too radical to bring Mashiach. It's the same thing that we've been doing all until now, learning Torah, doing mitzvahs, right? Influencing others. 
with the with the with the tzipia, with the anticipation to bring Gula. So what I want to understand and I want to try to explain tonight is so what exactly then does it mean that the Rebbe is giving us the achrayas, giving us the giving us the uh, responsibility to bring Mashiach? It sounded like from the Sikha of Chasnissen that the Rebbe was saying that till now it was my responsibility to bring the Gula. I did everything I could do and we didn't yet bring Mashiach. So from now on, now I'm giving you the responsibility, right? So what does that mean? In other words, doing Torah mitzvahs, that was always our responsibility. It was always a responsibility of every single Jew, right? And if you're talking about... Um, some other type of uh, responsibility to bring the Geula that's unique to the Rebbe. So what does it mean now that the Rebbe is saying that now it's our responsibility? What does that mean? Okay. So, let's go back to the basics over here. So, I think in order to explain this, we have to explain in general um, what's this concept that when we do Torah and Mitzvahs, so we bring Geula, right? We bring Mashiach. So sometimes we could look at it as, uh, I guess, kids explain it like uh, it's like a, it's like a reward. It's like a candy. You know, the child behaves well. You say, "Oh, you acted. You were behaving so nicely. So now we're going to give you a candy." So sometimes you could also, uh, it's possible also to view Mashiach also that way that doing Torah Mitzvahs, that's behaving nicely, we're being good boys, when we're good boys, so then Hashem rewards us, He gives us Mashiach, He gives us the Gevua. So in Tanya, in Perak Lamed Zayin, chapter uh, 37 of Tanya, the Alter Rebbe explains that it's much deeper than that. Our Avodah of Torah Mitzvahs actually creates Gevua. It creates the Gevua. What does that mean? So, the Al-Turabah defines what Yemais HaMashiach is really about. And then, based on that, he explains how doing Torah Mitzvahs, that actually creates the reality of Yemais HaMashiach. So he says like this, The ultimate goal, the ultimate perfection of Yemais HaMashiach, Tchiyas HaMesim. So what is that? What Mashiach is about, it's about the revelation of the infinite light of Hashem in this physical world. Right, which al calls, he called in the previous parak, Dira B'tachtoinim, yeah? But Hashem has a dwelling place in this world. That's what Mashiach is about. That there should be a revelation of the ultimate revelation of Hashem in this world. Says the al this is totally the Maseinu Seinu calls man Meshach HaGolos. This is dependent on our Avaydah doing Golos. Why? Ki mitzvah, hi he says, what causes the reward of the mitzvah is the mitzvah itself. It's not, the reward isn't something separate from the mitzvah, it's a direct result of the mitzvah. Ki ba'asiyasa, when a person does a mitzvah, what is he doing? What a person is doing is is exactly that. A person is drawing down the revelation of the infinite light of Hashem, of Oyein Saif, from above downward, to be enclosed in this physical world. As he goes on to explain that every single mitzvah involves a physical thing, 
and the mitzvah is Hashem's will, which is united with Hashem. And so essentially what you're doing with the mitzvah is you're drawing down Hashem's will, which is Oyuin Soif, which is Hashem's infinite revelation, into something physical in this world. So when we finish that job, so then we will have Mashiach, we will have Geula, we will have the revelation of Oyuin Soif in the physical world. So what follows is, is that our Avodah is actually creating the reality of Yemaisa Mashiach. Okay, so now the question is, so of course that is true. Of course it's true that our Avodah is actually creating the reality of Yemaisa Mashiach. But how important is it to be aware of that? In other words, uh, Ayid could say that, listen, you know, Hashem has his plan, he has his goal. Why he wants me to do Torah and Mitzvahs. He wants me to, uh, he wants to have a Dira B'Tachtoinim. He wants it to be Gili Oyentzev in this physical world. And that's why he told us to do Torah and Mitzvahs. And so that's, that's like his plan, right? But I'm just a simple worker over here. I'm just doing what my boss tells me, right? Yeah, he has this, you know, grand plan of, you know, like a, a building a mansion, right? But, you know, but that's not, that's not, that's not necessarily so important that uh, I be aware of that or think about it. So this next sikh over here, Chayle Chavbez of the Kutei Sikhes, Parashas Tazriya Matsura. So the Rebbe loans out from this, from uh, that, uh, from Tazriya Matsura, that um, the Hayra is the, the lesson is that it's not enough to know that you're just doing Torah mitzvahs because that's what Hashem said. But you have to identify with Hashem's plan as well. With with with, with Geula as well. So it's a whole thing over there. I'm getting to the whole sikh, how he explains how Tazria means to plant. Mitzvah is, it says Mashiach is called a Mitzvah. Anyway, so the point is that that Tazria refers to the Avodah doing of Galus, and Mitzayra refers to the to, to Gula. So the Rebbe says like this. We start in the third paragraph. It says, Ayid Tayro Zain A Jew has to learn Tayro and do mitzvahs with Kabbalasa, with acceptance of the yoke of Hashem, because that's what Hashem said. You could think, what's the difference what my Avodah accomplishes? The lesson that Tazriya and Matayra come together is that Ayid has to feel that his Avodah is just the, the planting, it's the sowing in the earth which is bringing the growth which is the Gula. You have to realize that all the revelations of Mashiach, it's not a separate thing. This is a continuation. This is a result of our Avaida in Golos. The Tzmicha was come from the Avaida in Golos. This is the Tzmicha. This is the growth which comes out of the Avaida in Golos. Now the Rabbi takes it a step further. And then for Bun from the Avaida, Bismarck, Golos, Tazriyam, and Biyasa Mashiach, but in how connected is your avoided to Mashiach? There could be many, many different ways. 
Even though every Jew believes in Mashiach, awaits his coming, this is one of the foundations of our faith, and in which all Yidin, all Jews are equal. There could be differences in how how connected is this to our Avodah it's possible that you should learn Torah, you should fulfill mitzvahs, and you know that, yes, my Avodah is bringing Mashiach. But it's nothing to do with me, it's nothing to do with what I'm doing. That's not why I'm learning Torah and doing mitzvahs. That's what I'm doing because Hashem told me, right? I know, yes, of course, this is what my avoid is going to accomplish, right? But that's not my, it's, that's not my personal goal. In Bayes, second of all, it could be that it doesn't bother you if the geula is going to come later. And as much better, whether it will come later in a different generation, God forbid. you satisfied, you're happy with the fact that you're learning Torah, is you're happy with the fact that you're making, you're plant, you're, you're sowing for the Gula, you're making the preparations for the Gula, that's enough. Avdem is the hero. so here we have the, 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 the lesson, as b'rev ha'shonim z'ani di'beid ha'sidri s'mechubare, said in most years, Tazriya and Metzorah, that means the Avoida and Golos and, and the Gula are connected. When Akla Golo Metzorah is, we go after the majority. So most years, Tazri and Matzera are connected. So that means that is the way it has to be. That's haste. It has to, the Tazri and have to be connected. In other words, you, 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 that if someone asks you, what's this week's parasha, you say, this is Tazri and Metzorah. In other words, you see how connected Tazri and Metzorah are. What does that mean? That means, that means that your avoid and gold has to be permeated with the constant um, anticipation and yearning for the gula. So another what the Rebbe is saying over here is, that's the end of There's a couple more words over there at the end of the, the paragraph. I don't have it over here. In other words, what the Rebbe is saying over here is that, yes, of course, you could learn Torah and you could do mitzvahs, and that brings gula whether you know it or not, right? Whether you know that, that's just what's happening, right? You're fulfilling Hashem's will. You're drawing down the infinite light of Hashem into this world. That's just what's happening. But the question is, how much, right, is it part of your consciousness? How much is it consciously part of what you know you're accomplishing? So, like, so let's give an, an example, right, of, of an evid, right? Of a, you have a, you have a servant, right? Or a worker, really any worker. So there's one worker, so, so you have a, his boss, is, his master is building a mansion, building a palace, right? So one servant... So, he he knows that his master is build, building a palace, but he doesn't really care about the palace, right? All he knows is that his master told him, right, 
knock these nails into this board over here, paint this wall, right? Uh, lay down this foundation over here, do all these different things, right? And he knows that's his job. And that's his fulfillment in life. And that's all he cares about. So yeah, happens to be, he knows, yes, his master eventually will one day um, have this beautiful palace. And he's making it. But that, that's, not, that's not so important to him. What's important to him is just that he's doing what, his job. Then you have a, a servant who's on a higher level. This is a servant who identifies with his master's goal. He identifies it with him. He loves his master so much that he also wants that his master should have a palace. And it's important to him not only that he should do exactly what his master wants, but it's important also to him that his master's ultimate goal should, goal should be fulfilled. So that's the difference between the two types of Jews. Right? There's one Jew who's like the first ever, the first worker, right? Who's just, okay, I'm doing what Hashem wants. I'm being a good Jew. I'm doing Torah mitzvahs. I'm following halacha. I'm doing exactly what Hashem wants of me. Being a good Jew, right? And of course, I know that Hashem will, you know, this accomplish, accomplishes and it will eventually bring Mashiach. Okay, so, you know, that's, that's wonderful. That's great, right? I hope it happens, but that's not the main thing for me. But the ultimate, the Hayra, the Rabbi is saying over here, is you have to be like the second effort. You have to be the second effort over here. No, this has to be your goal. Your goal has to be that that you, that you have to identify with Hashem's goal of Dira That You want a dwelling place uh, for, for Hashem in, in, this, in this world. That's what you're looking to accomplish. So all of this is, this is not, doesn't yet explain the concept of achrayas, responsibility. Responsibility is a much greater level. This is a third level. It's beyond those two levels of, uh, of these uh, two, ser- two servants. So we could say that the concept of Achai is based on another Sikha in Chelech of Gimel of Lukut Sikha. I don't have the quote over here. In, in volume 23 of Lukut Sikha, it's Gimel Tamos. And uh, basically, what the, the gist of the Sikha over there, the Rebbe was talking about the when the Friedrich Rebbe was incarcerated, he was taken into prison in 1927, for his um, quote-unquote counter-revolutionary work in the Soviet Union, that, you know, spreading Yiddishkeit, and, uh, and, um, and uh, he, was, uh, he was going to be, the, the original sentence was going to be the death sentence, right, and eventually that was commuted, and then it was going to be, Ten years of harsh labor in Siberia, and that, that was commuted, and then he was going to be three years of exile in Kastraman. Eventually, he, he he left prison, and he you know, and he left also Kastraman, his place of exile, ten days later on Yudgimul Tamos, right? So the Friedrich Rebbe says that he was he was distressed about the fact that he was taken. He, that he was uh, that he was in prison. Now later he said that there was something that he spoke about the concept of Hashdacha Pratis that uh, that calmed him down, that gave him the ability to endure uh, the pain. But the point I want to focus on is the fact that he was pained by the fact that he was taken into Golis, uh, taken into that he was imprisoned. Now, the Rebbe asks, so why was he pained? Right? Why was he pained? Seemingly, why was he taken into Golis? It wasn't his own fault, right? Everything that happens obviously happens because of Hashem. And also over here, he didn't do anything wrong. On the contrary, the reason why he was imprisoned 
was because he was spreading Yiddishkeit, right? So what could, what greater thing could there be than, you know, than, uh, than, uh, you know, than having this mysterious nefesh that he's in, in prison because of sp- spreading Yiddishkeit, right? He should be happy. So if so if you're someone who's not on the level of a rebbe like the like the pre, like the previous rebbe, okay, so then your your physical state right, might also you know bother you, right? And the fact that you know you're in pain physically, or they're you know going to end your life, God forbid, so it might pain you. But we're talking about a rebbe over here. You know his physical his, his physical state didn't bother didn't bother him. He was totally bottled, totally totally uh, devoted to fulfilling Hashem's will. So wh- wh- why did it bother him the fact that he was? Why did it bother him the fact that he was in prison? Why did it bother him? What was the problem? So the Rebbe says an unbelievable thing. That gives an analogy. That so. What happens? You have someone who owns a company, and he has a worker. So what happens, the worker does everything he can, right, to get the job done, and he still is not su- successful, right? So at the end of the day, so the worker goes home, he has a good night's sleep, everything is fine. On the contrary, he worked so hard, he did everything he could, he fulfilled all of his boss's expectations, right? There's nothing wrong. The boss, however, he can't sleep. He can't sleep at night, he can't sleep at night. Why? Because... Because the work's not done, right? The work's not done. So, so what that he tried everything he could? So, the Rebbe says, what's the analog? The analog is, so, yes, we know that we're Hashem's servants, right? And Hashem is the master. But there could be a Jew, there could be a Rebbe, someone who's at the level that he's, so to say, he's like, he's like a partner with the boss. He's like a partner with him. In other words, he, feel, he identifies so much with Hashem's cause the fact that the fact that right now there's 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 a, there's some type of um, roadblock, there's some type of obstacle in in the in in Hashem's will being fulfilled, in Hashem's ultimate purpose being fulfilled, meaning Torah mitzvahs, that bothers him just like it bothers Hashem, so to say. So the free Rebbe was on such a level. Chazal say that right, that, a, that a person right uh, says whatever he says vayichulu right on the on. On Mayor Vaishamas, not the Shutafla Kadish Boy Huba Mai Sabrachus, right? He becomes like a, a partner to Hashem in creation. In other words, what do they mean by that that analogy? That there's a certain level, right, where a Jew is able to to identify so much with Hashem's cause that he feels that he's like Hashem's partner. He's like just like the boss, you know, he needs to get the job done. So you feel just like just like Hashem needs to get the job done, you feel that you need to get the job done. So, this is already a higher level, right? So it's not obviously it's not like the first uh, the first servant, the first type of Evid who's just doing his thing. He couldn't care less, right? Even the second Evid, even the second worker who identifies with his master's plan, but at the end of the day, it's not my responsibility. It's not my responsibility. At the end of the day, yeah, I want. I anticipate, I want my master's, uh, I, I want him to achieve his goal, I want him to have his mansion, but at the end of the day, it's not my responsibility. It's not his responsibility. This, even the higher, even the servant who's on a higher level. Someone who's a partner, someone who's a partner in the business, it's his responsibility, just the, just like it is the, the, the other partner. So, 
that's, I think, that's the concept of achrayas. That's the concept that you have an achrayas to bring the, the geula, that you feel that you're like a shutif l'akadosh baruch hu You're like Hashem's partner, so to say. In other words, you have to get this done. It can't, it's not enough that, oh, I did everything I can, and now, okay, so, so, uh, so good, I did, and let's just wait for, you know, wait, wait for it to happen. So, you could, you could explain, now we could, I think we could explain, based on this, what was unique about Chavchas Nisim. So basically, what happened in Chavchas Nisim, what the Rebbe implied, is that, till now, he had the Achrayas to bring Mashiach, and now the Rebbe is giving us the Achrayas, giving us the responsibility to bring Mashiach. So why is it that, originally, the Rebbe had the responsibility to bring Mashiach, we asked, and now, what does it mean that now he's giving us the, that responsibility? So first of all, why is it that the why is it that the Rebbe has this responsibility to bring Mashiach? So based on everything that we explained, so we could uh, we could understand very well why it's really the Rebbe who has the responsibility to bring Mashiach. It's the tzaddik, it's the nasi, the nasi hador. So these different levels we talked about these two levels of avodim, the, of, of servants, and some of the shutif. These actually correspond to different levels of the neshama. So we. We know Chassidus explains that in our relationship with Hashem, which is through our neshama, there's many levels. So, generally speaking, they're divided into three levels. Usually we talk about two, but really it's, it's three. So, the most basic level is the koiches hagluyim of the neshama. It means the revealed qualities, the revealed uh, abilities of the neshama. In other words, your understanding, your feelings, right? The part of yourself that you feel and know about and are aware of and you usually interact with. So that's the relationship that a person has with Hashem, that he's, sort of say, a separate entity from Hashem. He's a separate person. He's like that first Evet. You know, he's a separate person with his own mind and his own heart. And it's only that you connect, we connect with Hashem. We understand Hashem. We try to understand Hashem's greatness and we try to develop a feeling for Hashem. But at the end of the day, you're like a separate so to say, like a separate entity. And there's a deeper level of the neshama, which we call the kachis makifim, or we call it chai yechida, yechida shebenefesh. This, so to say, this is a deeper level of the neshama. This level, a person feels that his very identity is connected with Hashem. No, he's not, I'm not a person, he feels at this level that I'm not like a, a person who understands and has a feeling for Hashem, a separate entity. So to say, this is my very identity. I don't have any other identity other than the fact that I'm a Yid, I'm a Jew, and I'm connected to, uh, to Hashem. That is the essence of, of, of who I am. It says that's where Messias Nefesh comes from. Why is it that a Jew who doesn't understand, he doesn't know, he doesn't, nothing, just suddenly, now he's faced with the challenge of either give up your life or give up right? Give up Torah Mitzvah, right? The Alter Rebbe says in Tanya that for the, uh, for, the, uh, um, for the most part, most Jews gave up their life, not because they understood, not because they felt, not because of any deep um, uh, um, uh, understanding or feeling, just because they felt that this is my identity, this is who I am, and I can't part, uh, part with it. And that comes from the level of Yechida Shebenefesh. So this is similar to the higher level of an Evid. It's an Evid who totally identifies with his master. This is the, this is the, the Evid whose whole identity is his master. But even Yechidah Shebenefesh is not the highest level. So, this is the deepest level of the Neshama. The Etzim HaNeshama, the essence of the soul, is like it says in the Zoya, Yisrael V'Kuchubricha Kulachat. 
that the Jewish people and Hashem were, so to say, are one. Even at the level of Yechidah Shebenefesh, so at the end of the day, you're still a separate entity from Hashem. You're a separate entity whose whole, uh, who, who identifies your whole identity is to connect with Hashem. But at the end of the day, you, you're like an Evid, you're a separate entity, you're not a Shutif. The Etzim HaNashama, you sort of say, you're like a Shutif Lakadish Boch, Yisrael Vakutshabricha Kulachan. This sort of say, there's not, there's, there isn't me and, and Hashem. There's one existence, so to say. I don't have, I don't, I don't exist. This is obviously something that we can't experience nowadays fully, right? Because it's because then we wouldn't exist, right? We would just be subsumed in the higher reality of of of, of Hashem. However, there is one Jew in every generation, the Nasi Hador, the, the the tzaddik of the generation, the Rebbe of the generation, who he is, he is someone he who's who's at the level of, who's etzim ha-neshama, so to say, etzim ha the essence of his neshama is revealed. Which is, that's simply what the Rebbe said once, that the concept of a Rebbe is atzma sumahutz malubish baguf, right? The essence of Hashem, right, enclosed in a body. What does that mean? It sounds like almost idolatrous, right? But the meaning is, is that by him, his, the essence of his neshama is revealed. And there's that level of the neshama where the neshama is not at all a separate entity and sort of totally is like one thing with Hashem. So, based on this, we can understand. So, who is it that really feels that they're a shutif l'hakadosh baruch hu? Who is it that feels that they're sort of say that they're like a partner with Hashem, and therefore they feel the importance and the achrayas and the responsibility that 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 the that the that, the, that Mashiach should come? It's the Rebbe. It's the Rebbe that feels that way. It's the Rebbe who has that achrayas, who that feels that achrayas. That, that, so to say, he's, so to say, like, he feels that it's just because he's, so to say, one with Hashem, that he, that, that this has to be fulfilled. This is, this is, this is my goal. This is, this is everything. So, what happened, Chavchas Nissen, on the 20, on the, 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 the what's the Rebbe telling us? The Rebbe is telling us that now he's giving this power, this level of Achrayas that comes from the essence of the Neshama, Rabbi is now giving that, giving over that achrayas to every single yid, to every single, to every single Jew. In other words, what the Rebbe is doing is the Rebbe is elevating every single Jew to be able to feel that achrayas that comes from the essence of the neshama, that he should feel that it's his achrayas, that it's his responsibility to bring the guru, which basically means, as you see in practical terms, so obviously it doesn't change what you have to do. Obviously, always we had to learn Torah and we always had to do mitzvahs and we always and we always knew that we were bringing Mashiach. But now, what changed is now it's our responsibility. So, maybe you could say before Chassidus was revealed, we were like the first level of an Evid. Like the first level of an Evid, right? That was, we didn't we didn't know, so to say, what we were accomplishing so much. Came the revelation of Chassidus and then now we understood, oh, look what we're accomplishing, right? We're, we're, we're making a deal with And as Chassidus became more and more revealed through all the Rabbeim, even through, through the Rebbe. So the heightened awareness of how our Avodah is bringing Geula and our anticipation for Geula and how we want the Geula, all of that came to its peak. And now the Rebbe says that, but that didn't work. <laughs> I tried, so the Rebbe was saying, like, I tried for you to be on the, uh, like the second Evid, right? That, that you should identify with the cause and you should ask the Gula and you should anticipate and you should really want it. But you didn't, you, but it didn't work. 
So what's Rebbe's what's Rebbe's Eitzah? is to, is, is to take it to a higher level. <laughs> Rebbe says now I'm going to give you an even greater challenge, and I'm giving you the ability to do it. That now you have to realize that not I don't just want you to anticipate Gula, but now it's you Achrayas. I want you to feel that it's your responsibility. I want to know that it, it, you should know that now it's your responsibility to bring the Gula. Now that might sound sort of funny, right? Like. Since you didn't, you know, since you weren't able to accomplish level number two, right? So now let's try out level number three. But it could be that uh, so I, I, I saw someone someone gave the you know a, a, an analogy that the Rebbe writes that uh, like in, in education sometimes if you have children who are not cooperating, they're not following the, you know, they're not they're not. Uh, not following the plan, right? So sometimes, right, by giving them more personal responsibility, Rebbe writes, that will get them more involved, right? Tell them, okay, now it's your responsibility. You have to make sure that that other child learns. It's your responsibility. You have to test him, right? So suddenly now it's theirs, right? They now, now they own it. So sometimes that sometimes if you you sort of say you're you're working your way up and sometimes it's like something more basic doesn't work sometimes you need to sort of say take it to the next level and then you'll have a better results so it could be maybe that's what's going on over here also the rabbi is saying listen i tried to get you guys inspired and that you should really want uh, you know anticipate mashiach and want mashiach and it didn't really work so well so instead what, what i'm going to do is i'm going to give you an even greater level of responsibility. Now I'm making it that now it's literally the responsibility of every single one of you to bring the gula. Don't rely on me. Now it's your responsibility to bring the, to, to bring the gula. So, you know, Chav Chesedistan is a very powerful sikha and, and, and at the, you know, at, 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 at the surf, it's, it seems that, you know, what's, what's happening over here with the Rebbe is, you know, deserting us. You know, he's not, uh, like, what, what, like, you know, if the Rebbe didn't bring the gula, so we're going to bring the gula. But it would seem that the Rebbe is actually, obviously, he's saying he's giving us something, right? He's giving us something. Whenever you say something, you're giving someone something, right? If I just say, okay, I'm giving up, you try, right? That's not what the Rebbe says. The Rebbe didn't say, I gave up, okay, now you, you try. The Rebbe said, I'm giving it over to you. That means the Rebbe has something and he's giving it over to us. So now the Rebbe had the koyach, he had the sachrayas to bring the gula, and now the Rebbe gave it over to every single Jew, that now they have the achrayas and the and the ability to uh, to to bring to, to bring the gula, which from practical terms means that now that it has to, it, it, like like the balabas, right? You can't go to sleep at night. You have to till 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 <laughs> till we do whatever we can to bring the gula. Take it from the yad mamish.